So Ben, do you want to hear a joke? I don't have time for this, Matt. What do you call a Spanish guy who's been just Manuel. Child? On with the show then. Welcome everybody to the West Street Podcast, discussing what we've watched this week. I'm your host, Matt Taylor. And I'm the guy reluctantly sitting in the room with Emma Marlin. Episode 10, boys. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. We've made it to double figures. This is should be a momentous occasion. A shock for all, yeah. I'm sure. Where's, where's, the, where's the champagne? It's the six pound Asta Prosecco. Oh, that'd be quite good, actually. <laughs> we could have actually had a party. You know, do a meet and greet <laughs> with our worldwide fan base. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, on with the news. Yeah. Uh, what we start off with today? Like, no, not much has actually... Has anything happened this week? I mean... Yes. I mean, yes. Yeah, stuff has happened. Stuff always happens every week. But I don't know what Cheers, Ben. Thanks for that. Thank you for that, yeah. Um... I don't know, do we want to talk about... There's a couple of things that have happened, but they're not like... They're just sort of the normal stuff we talk about. That's not like they're not something that we can actually Trump add things. to as people. Yeah, let's go for a Trump. Let's, let's take a Trump. Cock your <coughs> up and Trump all over the podcast, Ben. Go. Um, so the North Koreans have offered Trump a face-to-face meeting with Kim Jong-un, um, their, prime minister, their president. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> Who knew? And uh, But the... Americans, like Trump's White House has announced this as if this is some kind of great big diplomatic victory. It turns out every president since Clinton gets a yearly invite to meet with the president. Really? Yeah. So that's what I was showing you in that article. Oh, like and regular, since they created Bill Clinton. It's a regular Clinton. thing. Since Bill Clinton, they've been inviting presidents to go and have face-to-face meetings and the presidents turn them down because they know it's just like, obviously there must be some kind of IR diplomatic reason to not do that. To not have that meeting because for whatever reason, be because you're meeting with a despot, you're meeting with a dictator. Like that doesn't look yeah. good. I suppose this time it's different. Like if say, I don't know. They've announced it like he's been invited to the Oscars. It's like they're putting out all these announcements and press releases that it's like, oh my god, Trump's been invited to meet with Kim Jong Un. Do you think it's different because Kim Jong Un is different though? Like say Obama went to that meeting, maybe they. If he was such a no, hothead, like, he was, seems like he's there more. There was delegations. There was delegations that went and met with each other, but the two presidents never met face to face. I think because there was nothing for the two presidents to say. <laughs> to other each than other. shit trash talk. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, well, like Obama would have been very calm and collected probably, and then Kim Jong Un would have just trash talked him. No, but I think Kim Jong Un is going to trash talk each other. I think Kim Jong Un stoops to Donald Trump's level because sometimes it looks like he's trying to mm. make career less like. Insular. Yeah, well, to be fair, when Trump does, when Trump says stupid things, the North he, Koreans yeah. call them out on it. Yeah, like when he's at the fire and fury. So you're right. We call him out on it. Why? Yeah. Why shouldn't they? When he's at the fire and fury thing, the North Koreans responded with this seems like a very short-sighted and dangerous move from the American president or something like that. It's like it's not. I think historians would also game. say that. <laughs> yeah, they know the game. I think it's just but him meeting. There's a reason the presidents haven't done it before, and I think that like. If he Trump has his meeting, it's actually a joke. I also saw today was the 384th day since Trump has had a press conference. So he hasn't... Yeah, in over a year. He's not actually had an official I can't press ma- conference. No, I can't, because I can't picture that. The only ones I can picture yeah. are from the actual... like. There's campaign Campaigns, things, yeah. And there's the occasional like speech and policy announcement, but he's never because had a Q&A from... Yeah. Yeah, he's never had a Q&A with the press. Huh. Yeah. Have you seen as well the... Um, Right, we need to look at the state, but so the thing about oh. tax relief. Um, yeah, so it's 
Uh, we think it's Oregon or Colorado, but yeah. he's checking. Um, but Matt's checking now. But it's essentially the idea that in order to, they're going to make it a law that in order to run as a presidential candidate in that state, or to run a presidential primary, which is where you run against other members of your own party for the nomination to run for your own party, um, you have to release your tax returns. Yeah. You have to, or you have to make them public for the public to see. Because it's always been, the president has always been, until now, the presidential candidates did release their tax returns anyway. Yeah. Because they can be they can be fairly anonymous. Like, it's not like, oh, I paid X dollars to this person for, like, Maryland. It's Maryland. That, made, that rings a bell. Um, it's like, oh, I own X shares in this company, and yeah. I took this amount of money from this large company. Like, there's an amount that, you know, like, it's a threshold that has to be declared. Yeah. And it's just so you know the politicians... Mm. You know, if they have shares in a company or something, it's just transparency as well as it's, it's conflict of interest stuff. But Trump hasn't done that, and there's no why. to say that he has to. So they're making it so that he has to. Which yeah, because it's, yeah, why because Maryland's ten votes in the election. Yeah, so. they will go Democrat, but it's still a thing of like, is the president not going to stand in that state because he doesn't want to? Because if he doesn't declare his tax returns, because uh, then you've got to be what's he trying to? Then hide that's a massive. That's a massive indicator of hiding because he's sacrificing ten yeah. seats potentially, not ten seats, but you know, ten votes, ten, ten points, votes, yeah, ten whatever, yeah. And um, I mean, the other thing with that is, it's not like the Republicans can have a go at Maryland for it because they're the party that believes in states' rights. The state yeah. is declaring their rights. Yeah, because um, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, it's in the name. <laughs> yeah, mm. exactly. They're saying it's our right to know who's running for president. Yeah, Republicans. If they, if a state wants to do that, then yeah, exactly. They really believe in a smaller federal government. They believe that the federal government should get involved. So it's kind of it's a good idea. At their core, whether or not it works in practice and pans out and stuff, who knows? <laughs> He's also do you reckon he'd have to declare what he pays um, Stormy Daniels. Oh, when well, she eventually sues according him. According to Stormy Daniels, it's 130,000, so... Is that... That was the hush money, along with so the NDA, along with the non-disclosure agreement, it was 130,000. So you, the suing would be more than that, yeah. in effect. See, I thought, I just... Contract. I just had millions in my mind, because it's, well, it's a president and a porn star, so... I mean, thing. I don't know how much she's suing him for. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but it was 130,000. But it was the 130,000 he was paid off for, yeah. Is that um, um, calculated for inflation or not? I mean, he was only... He paid her off, like, it was, like, in the last couple of years. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> I it thought was, it was, like, mid it was, after, it was after... It was after, um... I've... Varner? Yeah, that's the wife. Yeah, yeah I just had Baron. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay, he's pretty I think, yeah. Oh, classic Donald. Oh, oh what a man. Yeah. What a, what a bastion. Um, hold on, I'm trying to find out how much it is. Hmm. Still a lot of money. And I mean, yet another scandal. Yeah, and it's. Well, the thing is, is also, is there was a non disclosure agreement of her talking about it. Yeah. But then when it came out that when when it someone his lawyer or something yeah said something about it and then he said oh i paid her the money and basically her lawyer has turned around and went well you guys have just talked about us having a non-disclosure agreement and mm. you've talked about how much money you were paid along with the non-disclosure agreement that's a breach of the non-disclosure agreement she can say what she wants now yeah and it's like how have you just played yourself well it's just like just, it's what said he's made a mockery of the president 
yeah. with the president, so and it's just uh, oh well. Do you want me to carry on to another news item? Um, yeah, no, I think I think yeah, I don't know. This one's quite a short so. one. I don't think it's going to take much discussion. Final it's just picture. oh, brilliant. Yep. Is that Merkel? Yep. yep. That is Benjamin Netanyahu. Netanyahu, Israeli Prime Minister, just accidentally putting a Hitler moustache shadow yeah, over Merkel's. Yeah. That is, that's great. Classic little photo, to be honest. Oh dear. Yeah. So Nottingham Trent Uni, there was a video yeah, release scandal. of um, people chanting, what was it? I We hate black people. We hate the blacks or something like that. No, yeah. just we hate black oh, we people. we hate black people. It was a chant. They it's stood outside on. her hall's door and chanted we hate black people. Is the fact to, as well, like, the oversight, to not, not just be openly racist alone, but, but to do it. Yeah. When you have you live with someone who would all, who would obviously be offended by that, like yeah. I'm not saying it's okay anyway, but it's just it's stupid. Yeah, how is that still a thing? Yeah, is like how is like I there is still like there's still like you know how we had there was that talk the other week yeah. about decolonizing our curriculum. Like yeah. there is still subtle subconscious levels of racism within our society and there are still conscious levels of racism in our society that I think you encounter as adults yeah but like how is it a university hall's accommodation yeah two men standing outside a girl's block shouting not just hers as well room. you'll hear that all over yeah. the block that's like, a city centre campus like city centre yeah like how block. is that a thing I'm sure she wouldn't be the only person of colour who heard that yeah for sure that's true in in this like it's in the city centre block because yeah. it's just I don't it baffles me. It took a lot as well for not even to do anything about it. It seems it took a couple of days and it shouldn't have taken a couple of days. They've been yeah. arrested. Two of them have been arrested. Yeah, I don't know how many people were involved, but yeah. they have they have been arrested. And this yeah, we don't even have to say allegedly do it because there's video of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Names. She took videos of it because she's sensible and she knows that like that kind of shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> how have we not moved beyond this as a society? Is yeah. my problem that like battle? Yeah. Was especially at university. Mm. That's that battle because should have been fought. The comfort of a university is that you think you're with like-minded people. Mm. Yeah, you agree. In lots of you, you might agree with people. There's lots of different types of people, and you're all gonna like have different opinions on lots of things. But like, yeah. I think we all agree that racism is wrong. Yeah. Like that kind of racism, and when people have debates about other things, like decolonising a curriculum or whatever, yeah, they're still not. It's 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 just like I just it baffles me how we're back there. But it's just it's one of those things of like we read it, and we as like a group of us in the house, we were sitting in the kitchen, we read it, and we just all were just like, how is this a thing? Yeah. As a, I mean, but it was like it was shocking news to us because we were like, "How is this a thing?" Because you, just don't, like, you don't expect that to happen. There's no discussion there other than just like, that's Damn. a bad fucking thing. But I don't understand. How do you? Where do you go from here? Do we have to start having like? Is does there have to be compulsory lectures? On no, I don't think it's a way. I think you just need to punish the people correctly. Yeah. And make it public, like you need to yeah. shame these people. Yeah, it needs to be really public. It needs to be if that's what you think. There's, there's only not, so. Do not go to university. If, they, if those two people had a lecture that day, they either wouldn't have gone or they wouldn't have listened. Yeah. Because if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be a person who chants like that, you're at eighteen, yeah. when you're going to meet new people and you're supposed to be found yourself. Yeah. Then the only hope is probably like 
you, you need to be punished for yeah. it. It's such a weird point in the term as well, like... <laughs> that's the, to reveal the racism. <laughs> yeah, like how... I mean, maybe... No, it must have been going on all term, but like, yeah. you know, it's just one thing. It went too far, so you filmed it and it went viral or something. Yeah. But it's... I, you're right, it needs to be published and it needs to be, like... It needs to. People need to know that that kind of behaviour is just not acceptable, and, you're, and it's not tolerated, and it's you're out. Like, I like yeah. people shouldn't hire them. No, yeah, people shouldn't hire them. Well, the question will be: Is why did you leave university early? Or are you? Why did you leave university? Yeah, two a, do you ever get a degree yet? now? No, they should. They won't get a degree. No, because I mean, you say why did you? Why did you leave your university early? Yeah, and they'll ask for references. I think at they that just point, have to Google their publish, name. Publish, yeah, exactly. Publish their names. They're over eighteen. They're and if, if they're if they're proven guilty, which they, they will be, because the only the only thing with that is right is then you're saying, well, what about 10, 15 years down the line when they've learned? What happens if they've learned their lesson? 10, 15 years down the line, they're applying for a job, and they do that, and then it comes up. I think I agree. But I agree. It, with I did think of that, but at the end of the day. You should know at eighteen. I'd know at eighteen. Not yeah, I d- they're not. They're not twelve. But are we gonna? But do they? D- I know that. Yes. But to play devil's advocate, should you punish them for the rest of their lives? If you could wipe the record clean in five, ten years, hmm. say it was something that hung over them for ten years of every time you Google their name. But it is something, and it will be something. It should be something that in the f- hmm. that now with our generation employers will look at things like that and say we don't want to employ people like that. I think that's fair I think they should but not fair it's not fair I don't, uh, not the whole it's of their lives it's also not fair to the girl that was locked inside of her yeah. room it's not it's not the whole of their lives it's more yeah. they need to because it's like I think I said to my parent my parent was, I think my dad was high he was in some kind of hiring thing yeah. and a guy had a criminal record and he still he said he'd rather they say that was in the past it was a mistake than still 20 years later stubbornly say oh, that yeah. wasn't me so if you if you say if they if they stand i think they they've, they've they've put themselves in that corner and they should have to say they should yeah. have to stand for it and say that was me at 18 they here's they, all the things I've done. People should give them maybe in twenty years. The, they, the they only, might yeah, get the, the benefit problem with that is, 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 is you have to get to the interview stage in order to have that conversation. And just I'm just playing. I get you, and like yeah. my gut instinct was like publish their names, put it everywhere, and make them so that they can't go to university and they can't get jobs and they deserve to be punished. I don't know they shouldn't be able to get a job, but they, they, they should. They should be. But their lives are just gonna be made. Way harder. They should get and a crim- it should be. It should be. It should be. It, it's the same as any criminal record, though. Surely, because it's racism. It's a hate crime. Yeah. No, it's racism. That's what I think. Because if if you if you vandalize something as a child or yeah. as a juvenile, sorry, not child. Yeah. You're seventeen and you break a window. You've yeah. got a vandalism case on your. Yeah. On your see on your record. If you're racist, which is far worse than that, then you you, you yeah, should have. You, if you're under if you're under eighteen, it's expunged at eighteen. Yeah, no, okay, so sorry when you're 18. Say you drunk yeah. at uni and you break, yeah. a window, you, you break someone's window. That's what I mean then. Sorry. Yeah, but it would be... The thing is with that is... Okay, so the thing is, is if it, was, if it wasn't as public as this, yeah. then what would happen is you have on the interview the job form. Do you have any outstanding criminal convictions? Mm. Or anything like... Or any mm. unspent time mm. in prison and stuff like that? Like, you've had those questions at job interviews. Yeah. Like, I've had them. 
and it's just oh, no, no, like I've had the no, I just stumbled onto a pot washing. I got a pot washing job and then worked for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. American Dream over there in the corner. Um, I am the American The rest yeah. of us, I've had them in job interviews. But if you said yes, they'd ask you what for. And you'd say, like, but you could get away, you could actually, if you were them and your name wasn't public, you'd get away, oh, it was a public disorder offence. I was drunk and loud. Drunk and disorderly. But it should go down as a race. No, 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 and that's fine. Well, technically, the thing was, be is I think if you have to declare properly, they're technically they've been arrested for racially aggravated public disorder offences. So it's racially aggravated. So that would come up. That would float up in the search. And they're never, they will never be able to work with kids again. No. Or ever. So that's DBS. Well, because DBS is like kids or elderly or vulnerable, which is good, which is fine. But it's so stuff like that that would flag up. I just think I, I completely understand devil's advocate. I understand how much can change a person in ten years. But if someone has to live with a vandalism case or an assault case, they should live with a racism case. Yeah, but and I that's think that's the bottom line. Yeah, you're right, and I guess it's it's just if you. I'm just thinking that if like in ten years, I understand you when you're when you're fourteen comes up and you, you and they don't get like because they, they must have learned from this they should have learned they from this they bloody well better and, and that the punishment them. should be they should learn from it and that that punishment should be that we're sitting there having this conversation hopefully they've had this conversation with themselves and they've gone oh my god I'm out of uni I'm not getting back into uni I'm going to struggle to get any Do job would you, I wouldn't be able to look people in the eye yeah I'm, gonna get, I'm going to struggle to get any job that's not that I'm going to struggle to get any job because you've any just skills, made yourself you wouldn't get a skilled just, job and you're not you're not going to be put someone who a diverse workplace is going to want to hire. And hopefully, hopefully the majority yeah. of workplaces pretty, pretty much everywhere is at this point. Yeah. Like where are you going to work where you can where you've been just convicted of racially aggravated public disorder offences? Where where what what place what workplace in the right mind would hire you? Even as a pot wash in a pub. Yeah. You can't be trusted because they because may be, it's they bad may bad be and they may be yeah. black staff. Yeah. As an employer, you yeah. don't want that. Because what happens if you have racial discrimination? What happens if then the black member of staff says, oh, he racially abused me, that goes up, yeah. that goes to HR, that goes to a, like an employment law, and they go, well, you hired someone who you knew was racist. Yeah. But yeah, if they, they are the racist employer. again, then there's Yeah, the that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it should... It... We got very deep on something that... Really well, I'm glad we did like because otherwise simple. it would have been a very. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just. Think I do think I, we've got to take into consideration the. That these are two lives. Yeah, that it's it's easy now to make an example while we're looking at it right now and we're angry and we're mad to be like, yeah, just fuck them up. But like, you've also do have to take into account that like these guys will be 30, 40, 50 mm. and the internet will still be around. I assume. Unless as yeah apocalypse. And if if there is an apocalypse, I think at that point that the, the least of our concerns are what what happens when you Google their names. Mm. But then at the same time, like I think they need to be punished now, mm. and those punishments need to be not fines, community service. It does need to be lots of university places, lots of jobs. Lots of they should they should be off the university now. Oh God, yeah. They've been arrested like suspicion They'll they'll be on probation. Yeah. Already, won't they? Yeah. Apparently, uh, see the problem is is now is like Trent has just like they they are in trouble because they drag their heels. Really. Yeah. 
Well, well, she reported it. It happened on Monday night. She reported yeah. it on Tuesday. Trent didn't do anything till the Wednesday when she when went to tweet the police, when she tweeted it, and then someone told her to go to the police. Um, we're working with our accommodation partner to understand why the university was only alerted to this on Wednesday evening, after this was reported in the early hours of Tuesday. Yeah, said Trent. But it's just like. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's I think some. I don't know. I don't know the people personally, but if the only way they're going to learn is embarrassment for this, yeah, or just I don't know, just any kind of. I don't know what the punishment would be. What is the standard punishment? Probably. I feel like punishment. this is. Uh, I don't know. I. I mean, I want to say. I feel like it's fine, something. Fine, it's a fine community service, service probably. No Maybe warning. Maybe a suspended sentence. Yeah. Which is so suspended sentence where like if you give it a three year suspended sentence that means if you do anything if you do anything again yeah. so if you get that so you sentence. get a suspended sentence for like possession of drugs yeah. don't you and stuff like that like that's yeah and then if you're if you're ever found to have committed another crime yeah or you go to within the next three years if you commit another crime yeah you will get that three year suspended sentence you will then have to serve, serve three it, years yeah. plus whatever else. Which makes sense. Where the crime is. But, like, yeah. It's still, for them, it will be getting off easy. Yeah, they will They will get off easy. Because their In faces are... Because evidence-wise, they've got well, witnesses. That's they've, true. I don't know what the... I don't know how... Well, the evidence will surely be witnesses of the flat, yeah. the video, which doesn't yeah. necessarily say their names. I don't know. I, yeah, that's true. There's, it, theoretically, though... Anything other than prison time will be them getting off easy, except for what we talked about in terms of if they publish names and faces. Then maybe that's the way. May, maybe if they're getting off easy now, then it is maybe good to have it yeah. hanging over them. If they got wrecked now, if they had to half a year in prison, because a yeah. ra- like a hate crime, a hate crime's a lot of time in prison, surely. Yes. And like a like yeah, a, like racially aggravated assault, assault is probably a yeah, few years. Sure. At least should be. If it's not, then. But racially aggravated public order, the public order offence. That's not. No, it's no, it's nothing compared to assault, but it's still. No, it's still terrible. But it's yeah. not. There's no way I could see them getting prison time for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless the judge wants to fully make an example, but I just don't. I don't see how they could yeah. possibly recommend for prison time for what? Mm. What are two probably quite privileged eighteen-year-old students, who will. Definitely yeah, because if get, they because if you are the affluenza defence as well, what's that? Like, oh, I didn't. They didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah, they, oh, were, drunk. they were drunk. It was oh, micro they're uni, they're students. Yeah, exactly. They're good boys. They go to Nottingham Trent. They got like straight A's, A level. Like no, but like they yeah, went. To, oh, gonna, they're good boys. They went. To, they got to university. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was gonna say. The, you know, that will be the argument that goes that they get, I assume. And their 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 solicitor will just be like, Oh, they're nice boys, yeah. like they'll they made a mistake. They'll side with yeah. them, yeah. It happens, shit happens, doesn't it? But then if that's the case then I yeah, I believe that their name should be out there on the yeah. internet. I think it's a dangerous road to go down when we start putting the names up of people that commit crime. Well it's that down we don't like No 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 not 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 their names out, but like yeah, no, but if someone if someone assaults someone is convicted of assault, then their name they're they're in the paper. 
Yeah, some of them are. Yeah, if, that's if they're convicted of it, they, they go in the paper, and then, yeah, maybe it's not easy to find, but it should be there. Yeah. And as well, it's down to them to take a racial awareness class or stuff like that. Mm. It's down to them to sort, to fix it. Because if, if, you, get, if, you, if you see on the CV that, or on the record that, but then you also say, see that they've actively tried to do it, and it was years ago, then yeah, obviously. Yeah. They're not going to get all the jobs, but they, they'll make but the do better. They deserve, yeah, yeah, they don't deserve it. Right, so do you want to talk about the Oscars? Yeah. Should we have a quick quick run through the Oscars? Just segue through. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talking about, going from talking about a racially sensitive subset, subject to, to the Oscars, which definitely weren't racially sensitive at all this year. Mm. Mm. Congratulations to Get Out. <laughs> for best original script. screenplay. Yeah, best original screenplay. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen the shape. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the shape of water. I've seen Get Out. I haven't seen the shape of water, but I imagine there are undertones of that. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, all I know is that the shape of water is supposed to be about like someone bangs a fish. Yeah, it's the fish bangs film. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, that's that's the shit I've seen. Yeah, where, who else won? Well, um, Alison Janey. Yes. Won from so the uh, from West Wing. C.J. Craig on the West Wing. Um, tall redhead lady. She won best supporting actress for what was the film? I Tanya. I Tonya. Uh, I Tonya. Yeah. I Tonya. Yeah. yeah. Um, best actor went to Gary Oldman for Darkest, uh, Hour. Darkest Hour, where he played Churchill. Yeah, he's Did he thank Churchill in his acceptance speech again? Did he? We've had this conversation about he thanked Churchill in his Golden Globe speech. Oh, for, um... <coughs> did he thank Churchill in the Oscar speech? I feel like he did. Sorry. Icarus won Best uh, Documentary yeah. at the Oscars, which is pretty cool because um, I didn't think it was a particularly great documentary. I watched it. Uh-huh. I thought it was all right. Who's it's it about? about um, so it's about this guy who's like a... Um, is it fiction? Hardcore... No, no, no. It's documentary. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's a hardcore... Edit that bit out. No. Um, it's like it, he's a hardcore amateur cyclist. Okay. Like he like he cycles like not the Tour de France, but he cycles like big, big race. Yeah. Races and but he's he's yeah. not a pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it starts off with him saying, "Oh, what would happen if I doped? If I film myself dope?" He basically he went, "How can I dope? Yeah. Can I dope? And what results will I get if I dope?" Yeah. And he's like, well, if I film myself, then I make a documentary about what doping does, and it won't be considered as like, as uh, like immoral. Yeah. As if I just doped. Yeah. Which is fair because like I think he's a filmmaker. He's not and I a, think that's his job. Yeah. He's like, not in a. Yeah, and he's not. A is pro. it illegal to dope? In the amateur ones, yeah, it's still illegal. No, no, I mean, but like as oh. a, as a thing in general. Law. Yeah, because it. I think so. So is it like? Is it kind of? A well, no, because I think he had to it's get opposite. prescription drugs. Yeah. So I think he's sort of illegally. I don't know. It's a bit. Ha- the whole thing is very sketchy because. So it goes from, him, being an amateur cyclist who's doping just to see the effects of doping, to yeah. he then ends up getting in contact with, the this Russian, um, sports science, person. This is all. This is all yeah. non-fiction. All true. Right? All right. absolutely right. true. Because the guy was like, "Oh, I can coach you through a doping regime," and the guy's like, "How can you coach me through a doping regime?" And he's like, "Oh, well, you know, I'm like the head of doping for the anti-doping agency for Russia, and we all dope all the athletes in Russia. So this is how we do it." And it goes from him being a, like, "What does doping do?" 
how will it improve my performance yeah. to a this is how the Russians doped at the Sochi Olympics and it was the whole and it completely unco- it completely blew the whole thing open the Russian doping scandal yeah. started from that documentary really? yeah oh, wow. and it was all about like how they transferred the like the clean urines and the dirty urines and they had secret panels and all the walls and they transfer them across different rooms and it's like and this guy ends up going no alright I'm going to tell you everything and then has to go into hiding and he's now in witness protection in the US really? because the Russians want oh, so to he's a, is he UK? no he's, he's a Russian oh he's then, oh, okay. yeah, he was a yeah so the guy filming the documentary was American yeah and then he ends up getting in contact with this Russian guy oh so the, the, head, the, the head of doping is an American now Russia. oh wow okay but then he, yeah he flew to America and like yeah and now because yeah I thought protection. I was thinking as you turn that one of these two people are gonna be no are in data their lives yeah, are yeah, in yeah. So the, the, yeah the Russian scientist is in hiding wow because but so it won best but I thought like it's interesting yeah. It's just the documentary doesn't make it as interesting as it sounded in that ten okay. that five minutes because it's like a two-hour thing. Like I watched yeah. it while I, I did a load of and like boring stuff around my room, and I wasn't. I thought it was like interesting in the background, but I wasn't sitting there like biting my nails. But it was very interesting about the like how the yeah. Russians doped and things. So yeah. Um, so doping is something to do with oxygen. No, place. it's just doping is just the catch-all term for performance enhancement. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, so okay. he was injecting himself with steroids. Yeah, okay. And so, like, a lot of the Russian athletes, because they could get a... In, so the Lance Armstrong doping mm-hmm. was, like, really clever doping with, like, the... They'd, like, take blood when he's got... When he's been, like, breathing pure oxygen mm-hmm. and, like, down below at sea level and then take it right up to the top of a mountain... Yeah. And then put it back in, put the blood back in here. Oh wow! Like they take, they wouldn't take the blood like at the start of the day. They take the blood months before. Yeah. Store it and then put it back in him at like a pit stop, because you're getting like super oxygenated you're fresh blood. blood. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that's like really clever doping. That was like the Lance Armstrong doping, which is why he never got caught. <laughs> Whereas this doping that they were talking about was like, oh no, we can just get away with taking whatever we want because, because they're like... switching out our pee for clean pee. So there's. So you remember when we they, we said at these Winter Olympics there was a thing where the Russians, two Russians, yeah. were thought to have doped. What happened is you you give you pee twice, mm-hmm. you do an A and a B sample, and it's like if you're like there's an A sample and a B sample, and they test everyone's A sample, and if your A sample comes back with a hit for doping, they then test your B sample. Okay. So you pee twice, basically, and yeah, and it's just like, but there was a whole system of the trolleys of all the A samples and B samples were moved around and swapped, and it was very, like, but it was very clearly state-sponsored. The government was making it, like, so... I don't get that, I just... It's, it was. It was an they're not. Country. They're not a bad sporting nation either. So I don't understand this wish for I, I domination. Know. I don't know. It's one of those things where like it makes sense to people up high, and and they think they can get away with it. Well, they did get away. With they it did get so away long. with it. They got away with it for ages. And they're still kind of getting away with it. Like their athletes are still at the. Their athletes were still. There were still several accusations against um, Russian athletes at the Winter Olympics. There were a lot of failed A samples. I don't know about B samples. I read yeah. about, um, like they're not kidding around, but you know, it's 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 an interesting documentary if you've got a couple of hours. But it's it's also quite cool because it's the first Netflix original There's one to an win an Oscar. That's so, you know. Well, speaking of 
things on Netflix. Manhunt. Manhunt, yeah. That's what uh, we've been we were, watching this week. We've come full circle from episode one. So we've gone from Mar- we keep saying Manhunter. Yeah. Because it's Mindhunter. Because if you if you're a true fan, if you're if you're a West Street OG, if you're a hardcore West Street follower, um, then you'll know our first episode was based around us two watching Mindhunter. Yeah, it was. So um, very similar. Manhunt, the hunt for the Unibot. Mm. Yeah, sort of similar in terms of Mindhunter was focusing on several serial killers in the seventies. Yeah. 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 This yeah. focuses Sorry. on the hunt for the Unabomber, who was in active the in the late seventies, but it's yeah. based in the late, Nine, in the mid, mid, mid early 90s. to mid nineties. Yeah. yeah, like ninety three to ninety five, isn't it? Ninety three to ninety seven overall, I think they're the main. Yeah, the fo- the, the main bit the... I think is until ninety five. The trial happened in ninety seven. Yeah, no, but yeah, the main bit's ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. And then I reckon like ninety three to ninety five. It's mainly ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where he's that's actually doing he's the work. Of course. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's very similar. Guy gets pulled out of a low, lowly position and is the. He's like a field. He's FBI a field expert, but also he's. He's a profiler. So yeah, he's, he's an FBI it. profiler, but similarly to Mindhunter, he's pulled out of a job that's so beneath him, and he yeah. comes and he's the best man for it. Do you feel? Did you get that? I got this, that the, he's the idea I got was he was a profiler, who was a, he was like he was a good profiler. That's mm-hmm. the reason why he got pulled it in. Yeah. to do it and because they weren't so like the profiler is not like a oh this is what he looks like it's like a this is like this has to find like, the parameters of yeah this is like down. how old we think he is and this is like what we think his education level is and his social level yeah. and like that's what they're that's oh, no, what I know I got that but what I'm saying is he's he's obviously he's got this background of just being a beat yeah. cop who just sketches in, in Philadelphia but then because I, I just I just think it's the same same kind of dynamic of pulling this kind of diamond revolutionary thinker out of see I feel like in, out of the well, thing because yeah, in Mind Hunter okay. he comes from like, like just teaching and then like he, he revolutionizes his field and then the same happens he revolutionizes his yeah, field that's I what feel, I feel I feel like in Mind Hunter though his in Mind Hunter he already had the uh, the different idea yeah whereas in Manhunt. He only stumbled into the linguistics bit because he wasn't getting anywhere with the profiling. Yeah, because he was never actually an expert in that. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. feel like he didn't. I feel like he picked up the linguistics but, while doing it. Yeah, but as well, like just like I just I thought I saw parallels they in are the way similar. that people are, are higher similar. up than them. They're skeptical, but then yeah. they they get they make a breakthrough, so they get their own office, then they go through another hardship when people stop believing in them, and then they finally yeah. prevail. That's that's the kind of thing. It's yeah. great. It's good to watch. Yeah, we enjoyed it. It's me. The house that's me. It. Yeah. Yeah, it was like eight forty minute mm. episodes. It was um, it was originally made for um, Discovery Channel, which led to it. There's some some jarring editing, jarring editing. Yeah. That's which cool. is like clearly edited for like ad breaks. Like it builds up tension, tension, tension. And then the music just change, fades. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it doesn't even just fade. It just hard. Yeah. yeah. It just does a hard cut to like the next. Um, the next scene, and you're like, oh, that's a bit jarring. Even though it looks like it, yeah, it would flow. It would, it you wouldn't notice it. Basically, yeah, exactly. The flow was yeah, ad break. But it was yeah, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it more than me. I just thought because hey, I think not that I don't find serial killers interesting or scary. It's just. The fact that the Unibomb was this terrorist in America that I didn't know yeah. anything about. Like, serial killers, they have more of a formula, don't they? Like yeah. Most serial killers follow the same line of yeah. killing and 
the sexual yeah, acts that's the whole, that's and the, the trophies whole point thing. Of yeah. Mind Hunter yeah. is that there's actually there is a pattern to serial killers and they're not just oh he's just a crazy. Yeah, which that's is the whole premise. Which is really interesting. It's just like was it was a psychological thriller, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, because there's also in the but in Mind Hunter there's the um, the Zodiac Killer thing is hanging over. Yeah. Which is the guy that appears at the beginning and end of each episode. Oh. Uh, if you remember back. Yeah, that's just, uh, yeah. some chills, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is hanging over. Whereas in this, like, I knew, I knew who he was. I knew because I Google. I've Googled him before because he's like he's a pop culture reference in the US now. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a, he's a well-known Unibon, thing. Yeah. He's come up in stuff that I just Googled out of like interest of like who's the Unibon? Mm. Like, you hear it mentioned or something. Yeah. So it rang a lot of bells. So when we started watching it, I just Googled it and read his Wikipedia page. So I knew like I knew that he was still alive and he gets arrested and that when he gets arrested and like I knew I read the thing about the the stuff mm. that happened to him at university and like all this kind of stuff. So the I McCarthy, was like, the McCarthyism. No no no, just the no, the prison experiment. Not the prison experiment, the so, you know, the thing Oh the cypher, was, yeah. Yeah. What yeah, okay. Joe and I, no, Joe and I were talking about McCarthyism, but it was something different. The McCarthyism was where that senator, Joe McCarthy, yeah. became convinced that communists were infiltrating America. Oh, but we'll And held hearings through, um, in the Senate, like, in front, like, of famous And they actors. were brainwashing the children, yeah. No, and was, like, requesting, like, actors to, like, sell out who was a communist and, like, had lists of... It was just, like, scary. It was totally... That was something that Joe and I were talking yeah. about, yeah. It was just... It happened to be... A, in the early seventies, so Joe and I would, when the, when he was at university, it was at the same time as no, he was at university fifty eight, because he goes to university at sixteen. He's born in forty two, forty three. Why were we talking about it in seventy three then? Um, because that's was that his first bombings. His first bombing seventy eight, I think. I don't know then. It yeah. was something came up then. Um, that was it. The but weird yeah, brain. The prison. The, no, but the yeah. The so the so the. Not the prison experiment. I'm comparing it to the Stanford prison ex- experiment because they yeah. were both really unethical, psycho, psychological. Yeah, especially when he's sixteen. Experiments. Well. Yeah, where like, so that's one of the reasons why they reckon he's so sort of like him, is because yeah. they did this weird experiment where basically for like eighteen months <laughs> he confessed. He like had this whole like huge therapy sessions with this professor at yeah. uni that he really trusted because he was sent mm. there early. So he didn't really have any friends. His professor... He just swing. looked up to him, yeah. Yeah, confessed everything. And then this guy does this experiment where he just shouts everything, every, like, every insecurity he's ever had. And for, like, 18 months, we're, like, really brutally in it, like... With really an audience who laugh at him, yeah. I did think the acting in there was really good. Yeah. I wasn't hugely on board with Fitzgerald. No. He was, yeah, he was a I also, character. I wonder, because we knew the actor... Because he was a well, big I knew name. his voice. I knew his bloody voice. Every time he spoke, I imagined he was Mason from Black Ops. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. get that out of my head. By the yeah, guy that played Kaczynski. Yeah, so Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany's crazy. He's yeah. just... I need to watch Mad Dogs as well, because that's like him and John Sim and Mad Daddy gives it. But yeah, we should watch that, I say. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? Um... Yeah, I was convinced by Kaczynski and his ideas. Like the mark of a good villain, I always think, is someone who almost convinces you that they think they're doing the right thing, yeah. and that you you just get to that point where you believe them. Mm. Like I think I think that's the mark of a strong villain because a villain who's just like sadistic for no reason is just less so much less complex, so much less threatening, and so much less interesting. Mm. 
when, but his his like with the red light analogy. Yeah. Like you kind of you really um. Uh, what's the word? Uh, you. You're really susceptible to that. I don't know. Yeah. You you found that the easiest way to. I bought. To I get bought. You bought into the red light. Yeah. I, the red light in the car thing much like Fitzgerald I bought into it so the idea yeah. so one of Kaczynski's so Kaczyn, so the Unabomber Ted Kaczynski actually he didn't bomb in, to kill people on purpose no. they were more like collateral damage because mm-hmm. he wanted to get attention to spread a message yeah. and part of his message was like that technology has brought us further from ourselves yeah. and one of the analogies he used was that cars were supposed to give us freedom yeah. but we ended up just building roads everywhere and now you can only drive your car on the roads and you can only drive so your actually car at the same speed yeah. and you can only drive your car at certain speeds and then the other one is that we stop at red lights and we wait and in America yeah, we were saying red lights are so here most traffic lights are pretty they have like sensors yeah. <laughs> so, if there's, so if there's cars waiting or there's no other cars coming they'll just go green Yeah, but in America, they're all on timers, so you have things where you. There was one the agent was saying that he found that you at like three o'clock in the morning on yeah. the way home from work, he just sat at a red light completely devoid of traffic hmm. for like what could be like five minutes if it's a busy yeah. intersection during the day, which has got like a which has got long changes or something. Yeah, and he sat there for five minutes, just sat at a red light for no reason I, I other think than a piece of face that technology was telling him to. I think and I do get that. You can get that, yeah, because but if you take that just at face value with no context, but yeah, likewise, I'm not advocating driving over yeah. the line. But like likewise, those rules are always going to be in place to make technology safe. Like at the end of the day, cars are more helpful. Yeah, and they do get. I just, I think sometimes I. I mean, I'm not. I haven't even read Kaczynski's like manifesto. No, it's just six pages. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, it was a lot. Um, it was like 300 especially when the show gives you the gist yeah it was just I thought it was just like when it wasn't when I heard that he'd when I read online that he'd published a manifesto I was like woohoo crazy town you know like there is going to be no sensible ideas in that yeah and then you listen to it and I went I'm not advocating like not driving at speed limits or going yeah. through red lights or not driving on roads or it any is, of that. It is, it is. But it's just, it's an interesting thing to think yeah, about. Yeah, the concept of freedom like, in yeah. this is really well explored. Yeah. And I just... It's like we're supposed... And like and as they point out in America now, you actually you can barely do anything without a car. Hmm. You have to drive everywhere. You can't eat food without a car because you yeah. have to drive to the grocery store. Grocery store. So... Super light. Yeah. Alright, just uh, clap. <laughs> no, I'm not clapping for this, no, I'm not clapping. Okay. You can't make me do things because I have my freedom. You're not a traffic light, Ben. But yeah, um, I want to get back to the character of Fitzgerald. Yes, great mind. And um, I just think he was frustrating because he kind of went mad. And then, mm. But then he was fine. And then he but just then he he abandons his family. Again. And then he goes and lives in exile. Well, no, I think he lived in exile. I think how it worked was he got pulled onto the Unibomber case. He went mad on the Unibomber case. Yeah. He got fired from the Unibomber case. Mm. Went mad at home, but not in the same way. Yeah. Just like zoned out at home. Yeah. Went back on the Unibomber case when his like, partner went tabby, him the letter. Yeah. He snakes her, which is a whole other thing. Yeah. And then after they catch the Unibomber, freaks out, goes yeah. and lives in a cabin in the woods. Mm. 
and then gets comes pulled back. out of exile by um, the ginger the guy, the Frogan Godless. Yeah, gets called back to then go and talk Kaczynski into giving a guilty plea because they don't think they can they can hold him down. I, yeah, I think yeah. I'm not sure if the show fully explained it, but I think there was yeah. There was a lot of reasons they didn't want him There's to go. A lot of doubt. Into. Yeah. They didn't want a trial. They didn't want to show. Because they knew what their they, own, didn't want they knew their evidence was shaky. Because as soon as they arrest him, it showed later. He demands to see the warrant, and they know they yeah, they had to get the, the warrant because they got we the warrant with the, minutes to spare. Like, well, it wasn't that. It was just the fact that there was. But no, I mean, they there was no legal precedent for executing yeah. a search warrant on. Nothing but two two letters had similar. And it was just because the two letters had similar wording. And just because like, the um, but the intro the, the analogy from the judge was quite interesting about how um, the importance of words. Yeah, because they, he was in Okinawa. Yeah, he was and he, they shot they 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 stopped a Japanese ambush because they heard that because instead they had passwords in English which the Japanese were learning apparently, and um, they said literally. Yeah, yeah, it was liber- it was words that you can't pronounce with a strong Japanese accent. So, so liberty was the example. That was it, liberty. Yeah, and it's stuff like I've I've heard that before. I've actually I've read that before. Yeah, that, it, that was a thing that they did, which is sort of sensible if you think about it. Because the yeah. reason you have passwords are like yeah, well they used um they used I remember they doing my um, Native American studies at in A level they used like Cherokee. Code yeah in the in the like in those yes. wars yeah they did there was a because <laughs> there was a really shit Nicolas Cage film all about the Navajo and Cherokee um, like Native American um, code talkers who used to talk in code so that they're trans trans oh, like Cage. so it can be intercepted. Where is Nicolas Cage? What's oh, he been every I'm then? probably sitting on millions and millions of dollars, very happy that he's not done a serious piece of work in about ten years because he's From still getting paid cars. for National Treasure fifteen. I'm gonna Google what Nicolas like, Cage does. What's Nicolas Cage doing right now? That could be a good podcast, like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. What's Nicolas Cage up to? <laughs> so that'd just be our recurring session. <laughs> What's Nicolas Cage up to at the moment? Oh okay, right. Um I've, I've Googled him and there's three pictures. He's just got blood all over his face. So, a method actor. Okay. Yeah, you, you can take you can take the man out of films, but you can't take the films out of the man. What's he done? Oh, legal issues. No, Wikipedia, not today. Acting. So you know he's a big actor when he has his own filmography page on Wikipedia. Yeah, true. Right, what's he been in this year? Oh, he's been in... He's been in... In 2018, he's in seven films. He was in Arsenal, Vengeance, A Love Story, Mum and Dad, and Inconceivable. So, quite the uh, quite the filmography there, Nicholas. But yeah, should we get back tomorrow? Should we get to back to Manor? Right. Yeah. Do you want to say some more? Um, yeah. So Sam Worthington has um, he's acted. He acts it well. As Fitzgerald, he acts it well. But like. I don't know. I just I didn't sympathise with the character because he just yeah he just we, wasn't a good. He did a blow. lot of shooting himself he wasn't in the a foot blow. because he's crazy thing or like it's crazy. It he was not stubborn crazy. And he was so impassioned. It's such an American. It seems to be an American trope that like the guy is unable to play the game because he cares so much. Yeah, like and you've just abandoned everything. He's not job. able to play the bureaucracy game. Yeah, which is like so. The thing was is none of the guys in the FBI. I think none of them were bad people but they just literally they also if you think about it he was one person they talked about the stamp guy 
Yeah. The guy who's tracing the steps. Think about how many people were working on that Unibomber From face. different angles. Yeah. They had, we were just focusing on that, on Fitzgerald's so one idea. Yeah. And we knew that that was a big part of the reason why they got the search warrant and caught him. So we knew it'd be important, but you don't know that at the time. Right. They had to juggle all these different departments. And actually, you would just have a crazy guy coming in that's going, well, the words, the words match up. Yeah, Look like at the, the words. They keep, they actually, keep going back. The spelling, like, yeah. you want me to sign a warrant based on spelling? They said no. Yeah, and I do think the way it was presented anyway, he could have argued his case so much better than he did. Yeah. Every, and it seems to be one of those tropes that they, they're so impassioned, they say, why won't you listen to me? Why won't you listen yeah. to me? It's because, actually, you said it You said it really badly. It's the same as the, like, the, the adults don't believe the kids. It's yeah. The, it's that kind of dynamic. Yeah. I was really annoyed at, like, when they pointed out that, like, the way he formatted his manifesto was the way that you'd formatted a PhD yeah, in a very specific yeah. time period. Mm. And, like, they didn't bring that up because I feel like that could have gone... That could have given you... When they were arguing about his age and they were arguing they thought he was younger and uneducated, yeah. if you'd said, well, this is how you'd format a PhD between these, like, 15 years. So yeah. you must have been PhD age in these 15 years. Yeah, but they went for the spelling and that, that was a weird... And that was like... I was like, why aren't you... Because that is something that actually you can present to people higher up and say, well, this is a very concrete idea. We and it's, have. It's, an, it's a smaller field and it just narrows the semester. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, how many PhD students, in the 50s as well, yeah. it's more of a common thing now to go and get a doctorate yeah. and whatever. But yeah, in five, the space of five years, I know it's America and it's bigger, but they, they know the general area, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't, yeah, it was just, why was that? And it's stuff like that that makes me go like, Either they're making it more dramatic, or that's genuinely just a thing that people seem to do, <laughs> and I just don't understand it. Like, I don't understand how they always they always portray that the hero of the film is like fighting against the faceless bureaucracy. Yeah. It's like, well, just play the game then. Yeah. And if you play the game, and that's kind of what the the two, the devil's advocates, yeah. which are his bosses, that's what they're saying to him. They're saying play the game, and he just doesn't. Yeah, it's like come to us with a report. Yeah. He didn't do that. Give us something concrete. That was, yeah. which is fair, like because at the end of the day, it nearly didn't hold up in court. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what I was getting at earlier with you, off off the record, was is <coughs> basically what happened. So, it was a case of the people in there seeing the situation, yeah. and twisting it. I wasn't saying I, I understood that because there's no precedent, the supreme the supreme court can't they can't just take it and then yeah they they can't just make one case, make one rule for this case, and then yeah. not uphold it. I just, I kind of, what, how it happened was he got set up, and I was just saying that that happened because they knew it was him. Yeah. Because of the evidence that they got through the shitty yeah. warrant. Yeah. So, just, so what they said, so they they went, they went round as... it. That's what I mean. They didn't go through the warrant because they disregarded that straight away, didn't they? Was really disregarded the because well, because they didn't actually question the warrant the the defence did they? Well, Kaczynski was questioning the warrant. Yeah, no, but the 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 attorneys didn't. I I think they were ready to. I think they maybe they would have. But no, they didn't. No, they, they there was a whole thing where the motion wasn't like it was before. But then I don't think Kaczynski was wrong to question the warrant. Oh no no no! I'm not saying he's not wrong. No, but I'm saying the attorneys took. They took it out of his hands. That's what I'm saying happened. Oh, because they were going for yeah. the insanity. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. The insanity plea. Yeah, but as yeah, I suppose. But as well, I don't know. It could have been a setup. I feel like cynically, they they didn't. They obviously, if you look, if the warrant had been looked at, there was a very fair case for him to set to get away with it because the the 
Well, I think but the, I from think, the fruit from the poisonous tree, it's, it would have it might have it had a very strong chance of holding up because the warrant was unprecedented. Yeah, but it's just it's one of those things of like it's so but every piece of evidence they got that tied him to the Unabomber like properly like a conviction, yeah. like a beyond reasonable doubt came as a result of that the search, search warrant. warrant. Yeah, but, but when you disregard that search warrant, when you say the search warrant was illegal. You then have that's to what I'm saying. No, yeah. that that's what I'm saying. If they had actually attacked the search warrant as Kaczynski wanted to, then they were they were as likely to win the case as they were to lose it. That was why they got him but for I'm, the guilty plea. Yeah, but I'm saying by disregard by pleading for insanity. Well, no, they were pleading for insanity because they didn't believe they would win the case. Yeah, but. And if he pled for insanity, he wouldn't be sent to the chair. If he pled not guilty, they would get saying that he was going to lose and that he, and would, that he would get the chair. Because he killed them. And so they were going to plead insanity so he doesn't die. That was why they were going for the insanity plea. But I don't know because I looked at that because they, they... Did they plead for the insanity plea because that was the better option for him or was it in the back of their mind that they knew he didn't... He knew, they knew that that would be wor- a worse punishment for him? No. No, I think that I think you still have to believe that the defence that when you're given when you're given a defence attorney like that, they still do what is best for you. Yeah. And that is that is uh, that she said it was keeping him alive. That was her job. It was keeping. No, him no, she. But then. She didn't say no that she'd set him up. So I don't know, like. Well, no, they set they set him up in terms of they went for the insanity plea. Yeah. I don't think she thought the warrant thing was going to hold up. Or maybe she did. Maybe, but once the warrant thing was dismissed, she changed her pl- plans. Yeah. Maybe they had a backup. They had an if, if, if the warrant didn't if, hold up. Then yeah. If we don't get the warrant thrown out, then we're going to go for insanity. But I think they were totally right to pursue the warrant thing. No, that's what I was saying. They like, should have. Totally yeah, fucking weird. That's a. There's a big precedent you're asking for. That or not a big precedent. There's a. There's a big leap of faith you're making. You're making precedent there, and there's a big leap of faith to make. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't, that wouldn't have held up. It just wouldn't have because, like you said, they would have overruled. But it would did hold up. Though. No, no, but it did. No, it held up because they played insanity before. No. They, no, honestly, that's what it happened. They they play. They said if you what if you go back to it, they say, because they get into the courtroom, don't they, for the first day? Yeah. And he he, he wants to, he's basically well, no, saying, I it's want. Not the first day of the court. Not the first it's day of the court. Pre appeals thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Like they're sitting, what happens is it's completely disregarded because they don't go after it. You mean when she goes into chambers with him, without Kaczynski? Wait, no, that. Yeah. No, are you getting confused? So the first when they fir- the first court scene when they first go into court yeah. when they're when they're contesting the warrant, right? Yeah. He dismisses it and then. The judge dismisses it, and then he calls in the defence lawyer and the prosecution into chambers, which is his room behind the court, where they have a private conversation, which is supposed to be, which we're initially told, which she tells Kaczynski, is her, which is the judge saying he doesn't want to make a media circus out of it, so he's not going to dismiss the warrant. Oh, yeah. I thought they played insanity for no. that. No. Right? Then, the argu- then there's some confusion then afterwards. Then they're saying, oh, right. Because then there's a thing of the defence did enter a plea for insanity yeah. without consulting Kaczynski, and that comes up later 
several dates later in court yeah. that there was some wit- so some the, the expert was. witnesses that are all specialists in, in schizophrenia. schizophrenia. Yeah. That comes up afterwards. And there's an argument there of then Kaczynski's convinced that they while they were in chambers, she said we're going to enter an insanity plea, but she mm. says no, that's not how it happened. The Warren thing is separate from the insanity plea. I don't. So I just. I don't. I think you've just. It wasn't made clear by the attorney because she played his mind games. No, well, the because the attorney didn't think she was going to win. Because once the warrant stands, the the, the, that's beyond reasonable doubt. He wasn't going to get off once the warrant. Yeah, no, obviously, yeah, yeah. Because the evidence, the evidence from the warrant was the death sentence. Yeah, the evidence from the warrant was obviously. Yeah. Undeniable, but I just like I just question the fact of the decision of the because all the emphasis was put on the warrant for the case, well, for the trial, and it just it was so it was brushed aside so quickly that it just pre no pre trial, so it was while they were still doing what's called discovery, yeah, okay, yeah, which is where you declare what evidence you have. They were arguing that the the warrant is not the warrant's unconstitutional. That was essentially what they were arguing: is the warrant's unconstitutional. Because it was because it's done it on not, the basis yeah. of words, but I, why why did why was it why did what media circus would it have created? I don't. I just didn't. We've been like, was, well, so if I don't understand why that was that why is that a justification for throwing out a warrant? No, for, no for not throwing out a warrant, throwing out a clear argument against. Well, no, a I'm assuming the guy also. I'm assuming the guy also considered the constitutional repercussions mm. because it would have been appealed all the way up. But he, he, if he was on the fence, he decided he didn't want to throw out the warrant. Because if he threw out the warrant... Yeah. Right. Every All the evidence in the shed... Is gone. All the bombs, yeah, yeah. all yeah. of that is gone. Which means the only thing that they have that ties is Ted Kaczynski to the Unabomber is then to put Fitzgerald on the stand yeah. and ask him to justify... And he wasn't going to do shit, was he? Yeah. Because like, he, he didn't yeah. even... He didn't even get the chance to be on the stand, did he? Because he was actually outruled yeah. in the pre-trial so, before he And could, the yeah. problem would be then... Is that once and so there wouldn't be beyond reasonable doubt. There would be doubt. There yeah. Would be, there would be people who say, "Well, I think he did it," but there's doubt. Yeah. You've got to be beyond reasonable doubt to convict. So if it goes beyond reasonable doubt, they'd have to give a not guilty vote. Yeah. And if he gets a not guilty vote, he can't be tried again because there's a thing called double jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means you can't try someone again for the yeah, same crime. Yeah, because he would. Yeah. He just said. You don't he get said, to keep because that's in like episode two where he basically says your ever your your warrant isn't going to hold up. Yeah. I will walk free. Yeah. And then, and that, so so what would happen is it would become a media circus because he goes, not guilty. Yeah. It'd have been a really long trial of, yeah. of forensic logistics, but it'd also been, oh, look, let's broadcast every single sentence of the Ted Kaczynski yeah. Unabomber Manifesto yeah. and then go, look, he outsmarted the cops, he yeah. was free. No, that, that's, that's what I'm, the, my initial argument was like the decision to disregard the warrant, I was just cynical about it. Because of the way it was brushed aside. No, I mean that's was, that's that's what it was. They would like, well, they would. I expressed it badly because I, I don't understand the U.S. justice system. They were also establishing just, a very large and dangerous yeah. precedent hmm. with it, and that was what I was saying. Though is you've got to, if they were going to toss it out, they're not tossing it out because it's the Unabomber, or because of what he fa- they found as a result of the warrant. Yeah. They're tossing it out because they don't like the fact that yeah, that ability that to could have a warrant exists based on writing. Hmm. And I, I would. I just wondered if, if the evidence that they found affected their perception of the warrant. 
Because say that Warren is yeah. done and it's a failure, then <coughs> linguistic forensics is a failure. Is, is yeah has no has no credibility ever like ever again. Well, if anything though, actually, I reckon if if they if they'd done the warrant on forensic logistics and they hadn't found anything, yeah, that would have actually established a clearer precedent because it wouldn't have been contested. Yeah, because, because he was yeah, yeah, and so ever since then, any other you say oh what happened here? No, yeah. we did it here. Whereas because it's worked because you've got someone so small and it's such a big case, then yeah. yeah. But did it? I it probably did. It must have because it's the Unabomber. But at the same time, if it got because he pled guilty, he waived his right to appeal. Yeah, yeah. But if he hadn't pled guilty, he would have appealed it all the way up the court system. Yeah. Until it reached the Supreme because Court. Because that that was and that then was it would have become an issue of like the Fourth Amendment and privacy. And there is a, there is an interesting thing of like, well, what happens if they start? It does establish a precedent. Think of it in the modern day. What happens? If they start comparing the texts you send. Yeah. And they decide that your your the pattern of the way that you text is the similar to yeah. the pattern of a serial killer's, and therefore that's enough to like get okay, a it's enough for a warrant. Yeah. So they'd have to. It's enough to search your home, but like you know, is it what right do they have to search your home based I think on speech patterns essentially? I do get that because that that would be. As yeah, broken as that sounds, but at the end of the day, if that catches, if that catches a terrorist who's going to kill fifty people in Britain, well, then you're, at this point you're making the "if I've got nothing to hide" mm. argument. Well, that's what so we always do. That's what that's why we always scoff and make jokes about FBI yeah, we do agents. Make, we do make jokes about the FBI man looking at the camera. That's exactly what yeah, we do. It's, but it's you've now strayed into the well. I've got nothing to hide, mm. so I have nothing to be afraid of. Argument. Yeah, which is very. Which is, just feels George which is dangerous George behind me to just waggling his finger. Which is which dangerous territory to go with governments. Especially because, the American one. Yeah, especially now as well. Christ. <laughs> Hello, new dictatorship. Yeah, no. <laughs> I literally, as I said, that was, you just you said um, if you've got nothing to hide, if was it? If you've got nothing to hide, she's very into it. I literally had an image of George Orwell just shaking his head. Oh, what is this part? Oh, right. Yeah. How far in are we? We're an hour and five minutes. Christ. It's a bumper episode. It's a bumper episode. Yeah, right. Let's finish it. I wanted to, you you talked about how, like, so how true is it? Because um, because you you say... It's based you, on his book. You said it's based on his book, and but the, the people are saying it's exaggerated but, massively. Yeah, they, it, and it, it, it seems, exaggerates his importance. Yeah, because it's painted at the end as if someone steals his credit. You know, the guy who's in yeah. that weird... Well, yeah, it paints it very clearly at the end because the guy, some guy who we met like three times throughout the scene. Yeah, he just kind of like follows him about the, the whole time. Yeah, stands up in the middle of the press thing and says, well, like, I've pioneered forensic logistics. And he uh, seemed like, he was always very supportive of it. As yeah. Well. But it's just like, he did um, shit all. Apart from just the Nathan R. Revolution. Yeah. Um, so I, from what I read, I just did cursory internet reading, was that like, he wrote this book, Fitzgerald wrote this book about catching the Unabomber because yeah. he was someone who, like, this is the first time they'd properly, properly, like, examined words. Yeah. Um, in, the, like, so that it was groundbreaking kind of in a lot of ways. So it was groundbreaking in like that way. And I think linguistics PhD, the fit linguistics PhD woman, yeah. I think she, like, she did exist. And I think actually she wrote her PhD on forensic linguistics. Yes. Um, so that creates a sort that that must have established the precedent now. Yeah, there must be one now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's got to be a legit field at this point, like because yeah. it's there's more writings out there and stuff as mm. well. So it's like 
because it's about like spellings and phrases and yeah. like all that kind of stuff. So, but he wrote this book. From what I can gather, is he wrote this book that basically went, I single handedly caught the universe. Yeah, against all and, odds of the yeah, establishment. Yeah, and no one listened to me. Yeah. And everyone went, well, no, it was a very large team, and you yeah. had a very niche specialist thing which happened yeah. to pay off. Yeah, because it is a and very it's niche like, crime. Like because no you, one tried to yeah. get the like, <laughs> Yeah, like, a lot of people stuck their neck out for Yeah, him. and I think people are quite annoyed about the fact that like he pays as this, like, I was the tortured hero who did everything I could and yeah. no one would listen to me. When they're like, well, no, it's just. People also didn't want to listen to the stamp guy. Yeah, as an example, and they'll probably he's also you know, painted like an arsehole in this as well. But yeah. he's still, I know what you mean. The tortured hero angle is is definitely present. In yeah. No. Um, so that was, I mean, I take it with a grain of salt. It was interesting, mm. and I thought it was. I, I found so it interesting good. that it was. Is it rare for someone like this not to change any of the names? Because Mindhunter wasn't, well, he was holding forward, that's not his real name, it was something... Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess so maybe, I don't know. I, but then, we went around in the 90s, but it was huge. Yeah. It was a huge deal. It was Especially, like the OJ Simpson like, Can you imagine trial. the exponential rise in terrorism yeah. since, say, 9-11 yeah. as a turning point? Like, like, can you, like I know... Like the, the so they had the domestic terrorism, the, the domestic terrorism thing came up yeah. a couple of times, didn't it? And it came up, there was like only three or four things. Which there was knew, Waco, there was, like, there was the World Trade. Yeah, Tracer. it was Waco, and there was the World Trade, and there was one more. But it's, I don't know, I guess it was such a, would, you haven't watched the OJ thing on Netflix. No. No, but the People vs. OJ Simpson, none of the names are changed in that. Yeah, fair. That's because everyone knows the names. Yeah, because it's such it's a well those story. It's one yeah. of those things, of like, the Unabomber is a cultural phenomenon. In the US, like it's, it's I'd seen the word. I, I recognize stuff. the sketch, the, the sketch of him, yeah. The iconic sketch is right, it's iconic. I didn't know who the Unibon was, but as soon as I saw that, I recognized yeah. it, and it was, yeah. So, it was good though, because I, I think I like just the angle of how he basically just told them to, to not take everything at face value. So at the start, he comes in and says, Don't, don't, no, like it's basically anti assumptions, yeah, and just which I, I, I quite like that. In a crime drama. Uh, no, I thought it was decent. I, I, I didn't hate too. it. I just thought Mindhunter was better. I need to watch Mindhunter again. Mindhunter was more artsy, so obviously... I'm yeah, not no, no, you said it was shot better, and I, I, I still liked a lot of the shots. I think sometimes, you're right, sometimes it was thoughtful, but sometimes the narrative just took all... I think for it's, a lot of it, it took, took, took the press. I suppose point. maybe I'll just focus like, on some of the nice yeah, shots. Like, like, all they're nice, like, so all the shots are nice. So. Yeah, whereas like Mindhunter was like, the shots were very, the perspective and the way you looked at them and stuff was because very, it's le- very it's, it's less It's less aesthetically interesting source material. Well, not source yeah, material. Yeah, no, that's true. And they made it just as interesting as a bomber, as a terrorist. And yeah. That, that's, that yeah, is yeah well, Mindhunter is so suspensive because like, think about the way they framed some of the shots yeah. of the serial killers, the yeah. shots in the cars. Like, there's lots of, there's lots of, everything, everything in Manhunt happened in the middle shot. Which yeah. Which is, like, pretty much everything happened in the middle shot. Yeah. Right? It's the scene of the full room yeah. and the people having the conversation. It moves yeah, yeah. around the room a little bit, but, but that's that. about it. But like Mindhunter, you had those really face shallow ones. depth of field close-ups in the cars yeah. on the face of the serial killers. Or like, you know, they put the camera right where the faces of the FBI agents would yeah. be facing the serial killers. 
So you're looking at the serial killer and they're playing them like it was. Yeah, and you can just see the size of them. And the yeah, it was playing. Yeah. It was playing a different game, but it was definitely like that's what I liked Mindhunter more for. Like, no, that that's bit fair. As well. no, I agree with that. No, that's that's true. Oh, I feel good idea for a basement pal. Yeah. Do you want to do um, Holden Ford versus James Fitzgerald? Oh, Fitzgerald would win that. Yeah, Fitzgerald is a bruiser. Okay. Um, what about? Sorry. The other guy in the Mind duo, Hunter. the duo in Mindhunter, yeah. and then Fitzgerald. Who could his Tabby? No, Fitzgerald and Kaczynski versus the Mindhunter duo. Well, I think the old guy in the Mindhunter duo would he's be hard to tell. <laughs> he's hard. He is he's, he's a maths nerd. Yeah, oh, he may be the Unibomber, but he's a maths nerd. Yeah, okay. Holden would take Kaczynski in there to two on yeah. one. How can we make this more interesting? Maybe the ginger guy. Or the um, they all look like so she, soft. What about Janet Rebo? Oh my god, her versus. No, I'm, I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of Janet Reno it's or Janet Reno, yes, the really actress that played her. To be so honest, good. it was yeah. it was weird seeing her as a brunette. Yeah, that's true. And not as a recovery. for reference, the actress that played Janet Reno is the one who you'll know. There will be an actress that pops into your head, and it's that actress when I describe her. She's the one that always plays the hard ass gym teacher with short. Blonde hair, it's blonde spoke hair, in like covering a lot of uh, yeah, or like Roll a lot models. of like teenage, teenage <laughs> rom com drama films. Yeah, she's gym teacher in Glee, isn't she? Yeah, she's the head teacher in Glee, something like that. And then she's in role models as yeah. the counselor. Oh, whose mum is she? Is she Juno's mum or something like that? Maybe, but that's her. Yeah. So she's very good. Though. Yeah, but she was very good. Though. Just a small part, but yeah. Right. Yeah, bumper episode today. We've got to wrap that up. You're welcome. Yeah, we're on hour twelve. Yeah, okay. Let's wrap it up now. This is just getting worse and worse every week. We're gonna be on three-hour episodes by the third year. But yeah, we've been the West Street Podcast. I've been Matt Taylor. I've been Bay McMullen. As usual. We're sorry. sorry.